0: by Beer Cast. I'm Rich, your host, and this is another one of those episodes where I really don't have much of a plan. I have a little bit of a plan, but we're going to just kind of go with it and see what happens. So this episode, we're not really learning a whole lot. We're going to be talking a little bit about Russian Imperial Stouts or just Imperial Stouts in general. Basically, I had one that I found to be kind of a core example of the style, so it got me kind of thinking I wanted to do a comparison of this one, which I wasn't a big fan of, and one that I really, really enjoy that's very, very popular, that is an incredible example of uh, the Russian Imperial Stout as a style. So we are going to be doing, we are going to be talking about that, but first off, I am going to review a beer right now. Duclaw called Sweet Baby Jesus. You may have heard of it. Um, It is a chocolate peanut butter porter. It's one of my favorite beers. Uh, A little bit of background on Duclaw as a brewery. Uh, Probably eight or nine years ago is when I started uh, getting into beers and of course I was kind of into like all the Guinness and I I really really liked oh god what the fuck is it. Yingling. I like Yingling. Uh, Yingling uh, Blue Moon, I thought, was fucking craft. How wrong I was. I've learned a lot over the past few years. But uh, at the Arundel Mills Mall, there was a brewery uh, called Duclaw. I didn't really know what it was, but it was a restaurant. Me and a buddy, it was either me and my friend Steve, or a few of us, uh, went there, we were like, oh, different, different beers, let's try it out. So we got flights and the food was really good. And that was my first kind of foray, my first actual craft beer. And I absolutely fucking loved it. So they're kind of the brewery that got me into craft beer. So I, I'm very excited that, I think it was a couple years ago, they finally started sending their stuff down to Florida. Uh, Because I moved down here about five years ago, and a couple years after I moved, I was starting to actually see them on the shelves, so that was exciting, but definitely one of my favorite breweries, if not my favorite brewery, so let's go ahead and talk about this beer. Sweet Baby Jesus, Chocolate Peanut Butter Porter. Every single cap says, Craft Be Cherished, Rules Be Damned, Duclaw Brewing Company www.duclaw.com the label is kind of like a brown and black it's got kind of like a a, a retro bioshock type thing if you're familiar with the game it it looks kind of neat um duclaw brewing company baltimore maryland 12 fluid ounces 6.2 percent alcohol by volume porter with natural flavors government warnings upcs drink responsibly it it says it is a classic full-bodied robust porter with a smooth dry finish and just enough hops to balance aromas and flavors of roasted malt, chocolate and peanut butter so rich that just one sip and you will exclaim the name at respectthefluidduclaw.com So let's pop open. Try to get these, get this one done so the other ones make it too warm. Jesus fucking Christ, I can't hold on to shit today. I'm pouring a beer into a glass. Alrighty. So appearance-wise, you got kind of like a dark beige-ish head, uh, about two fingers. I mean, it's almost black, holding it up to a little, little desk lamp here, and then you get really no edging on the uh, color, even in the light. It's pretty much black. So let's get an aroma. Right off the bat, you get the chocolate and the peanut butter, and that's followed by kind of like a lot of the roastier malts almost something a little bit bready. It's a little bit of hops coming through. Nothing too fruity. It's more of an earthy kind of hop coming from that which makes sense in the style. No alcohol to speak of. So let's go ahead and try her out. So it's a a fantastic beer. I've had this beer many times. It's one of my go-to brews if I can't really find anything that I want or You know, I have 10 or 11 bucks to spend on a six pack. I can't really afford anything, you know, real expensive or I want to get the most bang for my buck. I usually find uh, Sweet Baby Jesus or Sweet Baby Java. They have another one called Dirty Little Freak, which is basically the same thing except for it has coconut in it, I believe. Don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure it's just a coconut chocolate peanut butter porter. So that one's really good as well. I don't get to find too much Claw down here. I get a lot of Sweet Baby Jesus uh, and Sweet Baby Java is the ones I usually find. But the very good Sweet Baby Java is the same thing except for it has coffee. This you actually do get a little bit of coffee out of. Uh, it's definitely not brewed with coffee. But you get a little bit from the, uh, the roastiness and the malt kind of gives it a little bit of a coffee kind of flavor. And just like in the nose, just like in the aroma. You get a lot of that peanut butter and chocolate, almost like a, well, chocolate peanut butter cup that you can drink and it'll get you a little bit tipsy. It's very good. You get a little bit of that earthy hop there right on the back and it kind of sits at the back of the tongue, but it doesn't, it doesn't really affect the flavor too much. It's just there because it's beer, fucking it these hops pour the rest into that glass there. Oh yeah, and the mouthfeel's got a good medium mouthfeel to it. It's not super light. It's not incredibly heavy. It's not really something that you would drink, you know, by a pool in the sun. I mean, I have, but most people don't. I absolutely love this beer. So if you ever see it, definitely pick it out or pick it up. Uh, If I can find a way to ship it just ask me I'm, I'm always willing to trade something so so that's sweet baby jesus it's a very good beer so like i said if you ever see it and you pick it up give it a shot it's it's really good Let me get another drink of this before i get into the russian imperial stouts here mother of god all right so russian imperial stouts this shit. absolutely love them so let's kind of talk about them first, what makes a Russian imperial stout different from a regular stout, different from a milk stout, <coughs> different to, well, not really different to porters, they're two completely different styles. All right, so the Russian imperial stout, what, so appearance-wise a Russian imperial stout should be either kind of ranges from a very, very dark brown to a pure black, and the head on the beer should be kind of like a mocha in color. I like a dark beige almost, kind of like what I had in the Sweet Baby Jesus that we just had. Uh, aroma-wise, you should be getting a lot of roastiness from the malts. Uh, it really depends on the beer, but it can either be low in hops or high in hops. It depends. You're not really going to get a whole lot of the kind of more citrus-type hops, though could make for interesting flavors there, but you do tend to smell the hops. The hops are very prevalent uh, in most of them that I've had. Uh, you usually will get a alcohol in the nose as well when you're smelling it. You do get a lot of the alcohol because they tend to range in ABV. I want to say somewhere between eight and twelve percent. Uh, sometimes you'll find one that's a little bit more, maybe at like thirteen. But they don't really go too much more than that. Flavor-wise, they tend to be more of an intense brew. A little bit complex in the flavor because they have to balance out the intensity from the malts that they're trying to go for. As well as, you know, the alcohol, the intense hop flavors, stuff like that. But it should be fairly malty. A lot of the times they are pretty hoppy. And if you're lucky, you might get some chocolate, some coffee, maybe uh, like burnt kind of caramel, sugars type things, and even dark fruit, like raisin almost, uh, in the aroma and the flavor. And in the flavor, you also should get, it should be a warm beer. It should be pretty, uh, you should get a little bit of heat coming from the alcohol. <clears throat> Mouth feel should be pretty full-bodied. Um, they shouldn't be syrupy at all. Uh, should be pretty smooth, Um, moderate carbonation. You might get some that are a little bit lower in carbonation, especially when the alcohol, uh, the ABV range gets up there in like the 10 to 12% range. A lot of the times that alcohol is going to kind of diminish the carbonation a little bit. I keep seeing that you should serve them at a temperature around like 50 degrees, 55 degrees, but I tend to like them a little bit warm with a lot of stouts, so you get a lot more flavor coming from the malts if it's a little bit warmer. Um, I'm not a big fan, like I'm not going to drink them room temperature or anything, but around that, between 60 and 65 degree, I think is, is very, very good. Usually you drink them out of a snifter, I kind of have two, they're almost like stemless snifter glasses. It's a very fun style, uh, there's not too much that you do with them, you just make it a good beer, basically. I'm not really sure if you would ever really age them like in bourbon barrels or anything. Uh, you you might, but it's kind of a style. I, I find that a Russian imperial stout or an imperial stout in general is not really something that you mess with. You just kind of do it. And you do it well, and that's what makes it enjoyable. So, I have two beers here. I want to preface this. I want to preface this by saying, you know, I'm not talking shit or trying to slander, you know, a brewery or anything like that. This is the only beer that i've had from them i just don't like this beer in particular it doesn't mean that the brewery is bad i do want to try more from them uh, so i can actually make more of an informed decision on the brewery themselves but this beer i was not a big fan of i don't think it's a very good example of the style itself and that is the bushka stout from hollywood brewer brewing here in florida uh it's Supposed to be a Russian Imperial Stout, Uh, 9.4% alcohol by volume, no preservatives, 100% pure ingredients, keep refrigerated for best quality. Hollywood beer, unpasteurized, unfiltered, one pint, 16 fluid ounce can. They have an Instagram at Hollywood Brewing, same with their Facebook, so if you want to check them out. They do have, I was on their website, they do have a lot of beers that sound really good, so I do want to try them out. But it's just well we'll get into it. So I'm going to be putting this next to or trying this with probably one of the uh, a really, probably one of the best examples of the style and that's uh, old Rasputin from North Coast Bruway. Now old Rasputin is a Russian Imperial stout. Uh, it's a product of the USA, independent since 1988. 12 fluid ounces so this is a smaller bottle, brewed and bottled by North Coast Brewing Co., Inc., Fort Bragg, California. UPC's government warnings, alcohol by volume is 9%, www.northcoastbrewing.com. Now let's see, oh, there's some stuff to read, so let's read it. Brewed in the tradition, at eh. Brewed in the tradition of the 18th century English brewers who supplied the Russian court of Catherine the Great, Old Rasputin develops a cult following wherever it goes. It's a rich, intense brew with big, complex flavors and a warming finish. So I'm going to, and actually the glassware that I'm using, like I said uh, a little bit earlier, is kind of like a stemless wine glass, or uh, stemless, stemless, like kind of like a snifter glass. It's not as tapered at the, at the top, but it will suffice because it's what I fucking have. So, and they are basically identical glasses. One is my Taiku Saki glass, and the other one is a glass we got at Painting with a Twist, which is fun. If you have a painting with a twist in your area, go do it. You get to just, they teach you how to paint a picture, and you get to drink at the same time. It's fun. So I'm going to actually crack open the Bushka Stout first, and we're going to pour it and see what her looks, see what she looks like. Boom. All right. So right off the bat, it's almost translucent. Almost looks like you kind of steeped coffee in water for a couple hours. It's basically, I think a light brown. Off-white head, kind of like a tannish head. So the head color is there, uh, about one finger in width. Not too bad. That was actually the first thing that I noticed about the beer that I wasn't a big fan of. Was, and you can almost see right through it. It's, and then, yeah. So appearance-wise, it wasn't. It, it's not a stunning beer. It doesn't look like an imperial stout. But let's get an aroma and see what she smells like. Now, right off the bat, it kind of smells like a Guinness. <laughs> I don't get a whole lot of alcohol, maybe a little bit of an alcohol burn, but it's, it's not very prevalent, which I prefer if it's not very prevalent. So that's not really a bad thing to me, but there's no real roastiness to it uh, in the nose, nothing in the aroma that, nothing in the aroma that really, has that big malt quality that an imperial stout should. It has a little bit of a metallic thing in the aroma as well, uh, maybe nickel or copper. Kind of tastes like you're chewing on change, or not taste, but smells like pocket. of Never mind. Yeah, the aroma is just not inviting. It's not a very not something that I really enjoy. Oh, well, let's taste it, get a mouthfeel, and see what it's like. It has a very, very thin mouthfeel to it. It's almost like it's trying to be on the heavier side, but instead of going heavy, it went syrupy. Flavor-wise, it's not all bad. There is a little bit of that roastiness. You get a slight alcohol burn, but all in all, it kind of tastes like a Guinness with a little bit more alcohol to it. There's nothing real special about it. There's no coffee notes. There's no chocolatiness. Uh, The the roasted quality of it is very, very light. It's not really there. It's kind of just... I wouldn't say it's off-putting, but it's not impressive. It doesn't make me want to continue buying the beer or really continue drinking it very low almost non-existent carbonation as well which belongs with the mouthfeel but that's just kind of how it is it's just it's not doesn't have a whole lot of uh, carbonation to it like, i mean overall it's not a very enjoyable beer to drink um i mean at 9.4 percent alcohol by volume i mean i got it, it it's a Four pack of sixteen ounce cans for I think I paid eight dollars and fifty cents. I mean if you wanna drink all four and get kind of fucking hammered, then it's it's great. But if you're looking for a beer that is a good example, you know, of the Russian imperial stout or Imperial Stouts in general, look elsewhere. I mean it's not big, it's not intense it doesn't have it doesn't have anything that makes you really want to come back for it like you drink one can and just kind of be over it but let's open up old rasputin yeah see that's what it's supposed to look like right off the bat in the appearance you can't see shit through that that's almost black about a 3 finger dark tan dark beige head slowly dissipates and that's looks like a big ass stout to me well let's get a nose a lot of roastiness coming off the malts and you get kind of like an earthy hop from it as well and this in old Rasputin you also get some of that dark fruit like maybe raisin just the the aroma alone kind of makes you want to drink the beer so we're going to do that and get a mouthfeel. It's nice and... I mean, it tastes big. You got a heavier mouthfeel to it. It's nice and creamy. It's velvety. It goes down easy. Oh, and in the aroma, you do get a little bit more alcohol burn off of that as well. flavor Flavorize, the first thing that I actually notice is it does have kind of like a raisiny thing to it, followed by... A lot of roasted malt, maybe some dark bitter chocolate. I can't really describe. Uh, yeah, I can't really describe the hops, the hop quality that I'm getting from it. It's almost like a mix between earthy and fruity. Just a lot of complexity to the flavors in the beer. Like you get a lot going on all at once, but it all works really well together. It's very well balanced. It's not too bitter. It's not too malty. It's not super sweet. You're not getting have a chocolate because it's not supposed to have that it's all in all a very good beer so yeah if you want a very good and i'm going to say it again i know i've said it like fucking six times this episode but if you want a good example of russian imperial stouts of the style you'd probably be able to find old rasputin somewhere Comes in a four pack. It's usually between ten and twelve bucks for the four pack, twelve ounce uh, bottles. Worth every penny. It is incredibly good. Unfortunately, Bushka Stout really just didn't do it. It's not that fucking good. Uh, Like I said, Hollywood Brewing. I'm not. It's not a slight against you or anything. I want to try your other beers. This one's just a flop for me. So I'm going to sit here and enjoy this. Old Rasputin while I edit this episode, and yeah. If you want to, you can follow, or well, I guess you can subscribe and listen to me on wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, I believe I'm on iHeartRadio, you can go to my website, senpaiscraftbeercast.com, uh, you can listen to my website, or you can listen to my podcast there, uh, it's under the episodes tab. I have not put any show notes up, I might do that for this episode. And you can also read some beer reviews. I'm actually getting ready to put a whole shitload of beer reviews uh, up there under the beer journal tab. And there's also a contact form, so if you wanted to say anything to me or get a hold of me for any reason, you can just do that. It goes directly to my email and I will I don't get any emails yet, so I will I am guaranteed to answer you. You can also follow me on Instagram at senpais craft and if you search senpai's Craft craftbeercast on Facebook, you will find me as well. I also have a Patreon, which I will link in the uh, description, or I guess the, the I guess are show notes basically, uh, the description of this episode, I'll have that link there as well, and yeah, I hope it was fun. This is a lot of beer that I have to drink now, so I have to work in the morning. So, fucking cheers.